Hello, everyone, and welcome to Explicit Gospel. If this is your first time listening in, welcome. If there's something you need to know about Explicit Gospel is that we are raising up a new generation. I myself am a millennial, and um, my heart really for this radio show is really to encourage those who are around my age, or in other words, to encourage young people to have a heart for God and to seek after God. And usually, I will open up scripture and we will talk about it a little bit. But today, I feel like God really just wanted me to share uh, a testimony uh, that happened in my life uh, this past weekend, actually. So for those of you who have been listening in for a while... I am actually headed to Bible school. I'm going to be headed to Bible school this September, which I am so excited about. But it's definitely been a really rough. It's been definitely a hard decision, for sure. It's been a hard decision. It's been the kind of decision that is not easily made. There's definitely, as I have been making that decision... Life just, you know, the the enemy will just throw a doubt on upon you. He'll throw attacks upon you. He'll throw insults upon you. He'll throw lies upon you, and so it's been definitely a really really rough uh, time in my life. But I do know that God is faithful, and that God um, is going to overcome regardless of how strong the enemy is, God is even stronger, and God is going to overcome. And I just felt that there may be some of you that needed to hear this today. So I, in 2015, so pretty much relatively a long time ago, I I felt that God put in my heart that I was going to be attending this Bible school. And he told me exactly which one I didn't really, at that time, I wasn't really thinking about Bible school. I was really thinking about graduating college and getting a job in finance, which is, it's my background, my, my background is mostly in finance, so that's why. And then I said, you know, and then I felt God was calling me to do this. And I was like, oh my goodness, well, what do I do? Do I obey God? Do I, I mean, of course I would ask myself, do I obey God? Even though that should never be a question. But I guess in my own doubt, I, 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 was, I was asking myself so many questions. Should I, you know, how am I going to pay for this? Who is going to support me? How am I going to be supported? What if I can't get a job that will help me save enough money for Bible school? What, what about student loans? What about all these different things? And to this day, these are still questions that I still ask myself, to be honest. And so also one other question that I, was, that I would constantly ask myself is, when, when should I go? Should I drop out of college and go? Should I wait until I graduate? Should I graduate, work for a couple of years, and then go? What, what exactly should I do? And then God was faithful, and he really encouraged me, and he 
told me that it was his will for my life for me to graduate college so I could honor my parents. And But that after I was going to... But that after I was going to be attending Bible school. And I know it sounds crazy, but I think that when we believe and, and when when we are willing to hear from God, God will speak, you know, and that's not something that's not something that possibly happens every day. It might not even happen for every single person, but it does happen sometimes. So this, so I, last semester, uh, it was, I'm graduating college this May, actually, and last semester, I applied for the Bible school that I'm going to. It's, uh, this Bible school that I'm going to, by the way, if you want to check it out, it's called Summit International School of Ministry, and it is one, um, it is incredible. I've been there a couple of times, and the couple of times that I've been there it has been such a blessing. It's been so encouraging. Um, the people there absolutely love Jesus. The the speakers and the preachers that preach over there are amazing, amazing, completely anointed, uh, completely surrendered to Jesus. They love Jesus before anything else. They bless the name of Jesus before doing anything else, and I love that, and I I think that some those are people that I will be learning a lot from, and that is really what I'm ex- what I'm excited about. So I applied and I got in, and but once I got in, it, it became real. It, it, I think this this whole idea became a little more real because I said, you know what? Because for example. Uh, this is just a tiny example. I had to pay uh, $175 to reserve my spot as a summit student. And even that, I had no idea how to even get it. I had no job at the time. Still don't, I'm still um, looking for a job, but I didn't have a source of income. I didn't have savings. I didn't really have anything. And in that moment, I was like, what was I thinking? How am I supposed to get all this money? How am I supposed to leave everything and just do missions for two years and expect money to just roll in and live off of other people's money, basically? You know, because I don't have, no one really has, my, my parents or any family members, unlike other Summit students, I don't have any family members that are willing to support me through, through this. So, um, so I would just, you know, I would just ask myself all these questions. And so I think I would tell my friends, the people who would ask me about Summit, I would tell my friends, uh, so verbally, um, verbally and, and spiritually, I knew that I w- I'm going to Summit. I know that I'm going to Summit. I, I, would talk about it. I felt that that really was what God wanted me to do. I had prayed about so many other different um, possibilities after graduation, and he, I just didn't feel peace, the peace of God about anything else other than going to Bible school. So this past weekend, I visited Summit again, actually, and I went for this thing called Summit Days, 
And this was just a time to be a little more intentional, you know, whether you're applying or whether you're already accepted or whatever. Um, it's just a time to be a little more intentional and to really get to know the school, really get to know the professors, get to know the president of the school, get to know the whole dynamic of the school. And and honestly, and I, I was absolutely ecstatic to go. Um, I, I actually have a few friends that attend there and they are amazing. And they are some of the most encouraging, loving people that I have ever met in my life. And and so anyways, so I, so I went and I went through this summit days was actually kind of different in comparison to other weekends that you can spend at summit. Usually at summit, you are a lot, you get to sit in on the classes and get to see the classes and whatever. This time I wasn't able to sit in on the classes mainly because they had this thing called revival services. So classes were canceled and revival services I, you know, I, I, I go to, the church that I go to is the overseer of the whole ministry of this Bible school. My, actually, the Bible school that I'm going is the Bible school of my church. So I was super excited for the revi revival services. However, you know, I, I, I go to church. I, I go to my church. I'm there at least three to four times a week every week. So I'm, I wasn't super, how do I explain this? I, I think I had a lot of expectations. I had expectations. Oh, it's going to be kind of like what we already do here at Times Square Church, which is the church that I go to. It's, it's going to be the same thing, except, you know, it's a different place and definitely different, different people in a different scenario. But really, God moved in those revival services, and he definitely blew away my expectations. He showed me more in that weekend about my expect showed me more in that weekend that I could have ever expected. And I think today I just want to talk about a little bit of what it means to commit, because after the first revival service on Friday, they were saying, uh, the president caught up and asked people to share about what commitment means in terms of spirituality, in, term, in terms of our faith, in terms of all these different things, right? Like, what does that mean, you know? And I think the Lord really convicted me through that because, you know, the Lord is all-knowing. And he really showed me how I was so committed in my speech and... It, I was so committed in my speech and I knew spiritually that this is the place where I had to be at. But he really didn't, um, but that I wasn't really committed mentally. You see, when I was a baby Christian, I didn't really feel, I didn't, I was not ashamed of Jesus at all. I loved Jesus before anything else. But then... I started getting really heavily spiritually attacked by people I knew and by friends of mine, by my teachers in high school. And a lot of them judged me, said lies about me, said, um, threatened me. A lot of different things happened in high school 
the, especially my last year of high school, because I was a Christian. And ever since then, I was a little embarrassed about being a Christian. Embarrassed because I, I didn't want to be looked as a religious freak. I didn't want people to judge me or say lies about me because I was a Christian. And that's happened to me before. But I think God really showed me that those things are gonna, going to happen regardless and that we shouldn't be afraid. So about a year ago, I got a dream and God, I had a dream about me doing a GoFundMe account and publishing it on Facebook. And so here comes the whole idea of kind of being ashamed a little of my faith. I, just a disclaimer, I was never actually ashamed of my faith, but I, you know, I would tell people that I was a Christian. I would, I, I, um, I would, I do share Christ with people, even, even if I'm dying inside, even if I really don't want to. However, there is, is always a part of me, especially on social media, because I feel that a lot of, a lot of people are kind of watching you on social media, and, um, and uh, you know, I feel that especially on social media, it was just hard for me to really express the fullness of my faith there, and so, and you know, on social media, I feel that people are a little more vulnerable in the sense that if you post anything, people who don't know you and bo both people who know you, who don't know you, who are close to you, who are not close to you, will know um, that you will know that you will know more about your personality, you know? And so if I post a Bible verse, even though I have posted Bible verses before, don't get me wrong, um, people will know will be will be aware of my faith and will be aware of you know what side am I on and I think a lot of it also ties in especially in the past year with all the political issues that have been going on in the United States and how you know if you're a Christian you're automatically um, 